0: Welcome back everyone to the NFT Nation podcast, the most relatable and reliable NFT and crypto podcast in the nation. In today's episode, I'll be explaining all the hype and kind of recent news that has been circulating about the brand new Ethereum merge test and all the facts that kind of are surrounding it. Also, I'll be explaining some expert opinions on future price predictions of Ethereum Based on this successful merge test. So with that all the way, let's just hop right into the episode. So, what's going on with Ethereum? Pretty much, the Ethereum blockchain's first dress rehearsal, you could say, for its upcoming merge was successfully completed Wednesday. The Robson Test Network, aka called the Testnet, successfully merged its proof-of-work execution layer with the Beacon Chain Proof-of-Stake Consensus Chain which is a process identical to the one that the main Ethereum network will undergo in just a few months, if all the tests go well and everything goes to plan. The merge is a long-awaited milestone in Ethereum's journey toward a new proof-of-stake consensus mechanism. Currently, Ethereum depends on proof-of-work. Uh, whereby miners expand energy to discover new blocks and add them to the blockchain, earning newly issued Ethereum and a portion of the transaction fees and tips. Once Ethereum shifts from proof-of-work to proof-of-stake, validators who have staked the required 32 Ethereum will take over the role of adding new blocks to the blockchain, and pretty much the miners will uh, no longer be needed. The merge is the second step in the Ethereum roadmap. The merge switches Ethereum from proof-of-work to proof-of-stake, using Ethereum itself to secure transactions as opposed to ASIC mining machines. This will reduce the energy consumption of Ethereum by a supposed 90% and make the system uh, much more secure. Ethereum 2.0 is what people are calling it. Um, It's a roll-up that could take two or more years to reach full development which many ex- experts are kind of predicting that's the timeline for it to be completely done. So Ethereum will fly far away from its in- competitors after they are finished with all the new stuff just because it will be such a kind of trans transitional period and it will be a massive movement in kind of the uh, crypto space and it will be ready to uh kind of take over if that makes sense. Also, if you need more info about what ETH 2.0 is, I will leave a link to the episodes where I have discussed uh, what Ethereum 2.0 is and kind of all the news surrounding that. Currently, the Beacon Chain runs in parallel with the current Proof of Work Chain. The Beacon Chain is a Proof of State Coordination Chain that already has validators creating and validating new blocks in tandem with the Proof of Work Execution Chain. Once the proof-of-stake chain has been adequately tested and secured, the two chains will merge and Ethereum will continue as a proof-of-stake blockchain. So pretty much this testnet is running in parallel to the real Ethereum network. And when new blocks are created by miners, um, they are kind of testing it out with using or creating those new blocks with validators to see if it can work. And that's why everything's kind of going pretty well so far and that's why everyone's kind of bullish on Ethereum right now. So the complexity of such a change to Ethereum's code requires multiple tests on various testnets. Robston's merge is the first test of its kind and its outcome will help inform developers future steps as they proceed toward the merge on internet on sorry on the mainnet. Uh, Other testnet mergers on Gorli and Sepulia are expected to happen in the coming months so this is going to take a little bit of, this is going to take a little bit of time for the ethereum kind of network to fully switch to a, a proof of stake model because they have to go through many 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 different test nets and make sure everything is 100 percent good to go before they make this switch so what is merge testing and why does any of this really matter so the first major test that's known as the shadow fork Came in April, and I've kind of talked about uh, similar test networks in 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 past episodes, talking about kind of recent news, Ethereum and all that. But um, so pretty much the summary is that the test net went well, and uh, this has been repeated two times since April. So pretty much, it's a good thing that these tests are going through successfully. Also, these type of tests are very crucial to the advancement of the network because they allow developers to find bugs in the code that could otherwise be missed um, if they use the devnets. And when you run a testnet, it's kind of a more superior way to test something and make sure it works because it's kind of live and you can see everything unfold at one time. Also, in the April 11th fork, for example, developers uncovered a bug having to do with gas limits being artificially raised. Miners, so that's a big thing they found, and they obviously fixed that. So, this is why it's important to run so many tests. The second shadow fork on April 23rd was even more promising, with every one of the network's client uh, combinations surviving the transat transition and staying in sync for the first time. So, that was also a big, uh big advancement for the transition to proof of stake the most recent shadow fork took place on may 5th and included new tests on syncing through the merge which revealed a small but fixable points of improvement so obviously the more and more tests they run they will find kind of smaller and smaller bugs which are very important in the transitioning period if they fix that so here's some kind of types of merge testing and important terms to remember When thinking about Ethereum and Ethereum 2.0. So, important aspects of merge testing are hive tests and also Kurtosis and its impact of staging networks. This might be a little bit confusing, but I'm gonna do my best to explain uh, what all this is. So, another form of merge testing is using hive tests. Hive is the integration testing platform for the current Ethereum networks execution layer, and it's used to test new engine APIs the network itself uh, hive tests are constantly evolving most recently testing terms or testing teams sorry have added the ability for hive tests to mock the new proof of stake ethereum consensus layer behavior this is this new integration will allow it to run a simulator for the transition from proof of work to proof of stake and see how both the consensus layer and the ethereum consensus layer will behave so pretty much a hive test is kind of like uh a mock trial or a mock run or kind of like a run through of uh if the proof of work will shift to proof of stake uh easily and effectively so with that out of the way what's kurtosis In a May 4th merge testing update, it was announced that Kurtosis had been added to Ethereum's testing infrastructure. The main function of Kurtosis is that it helps spin up staging networks, which are testing environments to isolate specific aspects of the merge. According to developers, these staging environments will allow them to monitor various network health metrics during stress testing under simulated harsher network conditions." so this is just another aspect of the ethereum 2.0 merge and kind of adding to the complexity of the situation just making sure everything runs smoothly so with that out of the way some people are uh kind of bullish on the coin now that these uh test nets keep coming out successful so how does these uh successful test nets and merges kind of affect the price of ethereum so with, that, with all the information about the merge out of the way, how does the merge affect the price of Ethereum and the price of other assets like Solana and many other blockchains? Uh, shaking off a sell-off since the beginning of May, you see that Ethereum today is trading up around 3% off the news of the merge. I'm, I'm recording this at the time that the merge was just announced. Uh, investors are closely watching the cryptocurrency as it prepares for a software upgrade so obviously a lot of people are bullish that these tests are successful so for the last couple of days the crypto markets have sort of been up and down and now they're sort of back where they were before uh, sort of a, a short rise on sunday night and like kind of throughout the week on wednesday it, it was fairly interesting a lot of investors are, were paying attention to a significant test that leads up to ethereum's eventual software upgrade which has uh, been dubbed as the merge this is kind of the whole point of the um, episode And so, anyway, the merge has been talked about as far as 2014, and it moves Ethereum from proof of work to proof of stake. This is just kind of the article summarizing what has been going on with the price movement. So, uh, pretty much cryptocurrency bulls have been staking their Ethereum tokens for about a 25% annual per percentage yield promotion, according to data from the blockchain uh, analytics firm, Nason. And on June 3rd, about... Uh, 1.3 million worth of ethereum flowed into wallets categorized by nascent as smart money more than any other token tracked by the firm so obviously this, people were very bullish and happy to see all of this positive uh news so the upgrade should increase the capacity of the network and lower fees for users over time meaning the number of transactions on the blockchain should go up if the throughput of ethereum goes up in the transactions process speed increases and becomes cheaper for users ethereum could recover market share from the other smart contract networks in part those networks exist because ethereum's network was at capacity the good news for um kind of uh, altcoin investors is that the merge shouldn't ruin the, pers- the prospects for Solana and many other layer one blockchains so it's pretty much it's a good thing and a bad thing for both ethereum and its competitors that ethereum this merge testing is going through it's a good thing for ethereum because it's going to kind of help the blockchain and make it more secure and kind of get away from proof of work but it also doesn't hurt solana because um the price the fees aren't going to go down anytime soon so solana still has uh some weight, some weight to pull and it still has a reason to exist so what's the price prediction for ethereum now So this is from an article talking about how experts predict how high Ethereum's price could go in 2022 and how it's going to be a make or break year. So experts have said Ethereum's price will be even more volatile than Bitcoin in the coming months, mainly because Ethereum is transitioning its technology to a less energy intensive version that insiders... kind of referred to as Ethereum 2.0, Ethereum's upgrade can make it more appealing and sustainable for widespread use. But until that happens, experts are waiting to see how investors and companies building their tech on Ethereum's platform respond to this change. So given these factors, here are some predictions for what to expect with um, Ethereum's price this year. So the first uh prediction is from the four thousand to five thousand dollar range and despite the challenging uh predicting the price of volatile cryptocurrencies the experts we spoke with generally agree ethereum could once again break four thousand dollars in 2022 and a recent ethereum prediction from bloomberg um said it's going to end the year around four thousand dollars so obviously none of this is um uh, financial advice make your own decisions Um, Just because it's a prediction doesn't mean it's going to happen, but we'll kind of move on from there. The second one is that it's in the $6,500 to $8,000 range. Um, The crypto news outlet Coinpedia predicted Ethereum could end in 2022 between $6,500 and $8,000 if the same bullish upswing that started in mid-2021 were to continue. However, 2021 brought a bearish downturn in the crypto market, making it clear that Ethereum's price is not going to rise from sentiment alone. The blockchain now has considerable competition from similar platforms that are filling its gaps, while Ethereum's team works to transition its second generation upgrade. And the last prediction we have today is kind of a very, very, very bullish prediction. I think it's kind of unrealistic, but um, this prediction is $12,000 plus for the price of Ethereum for kind of 2022. And Coin Coinpedia predicts an even higher price of almost $13,000 in 2022 if Ethereum's upcoming transition to Ethereum 2.0 is successful. The new upgrades could potentially make Ethereum more affordable for users to mint and develop products. As of right now, the service fees to use Ethereum are notoriously high so personally i don't really think any of that any of those prices are going to happen i kind of think it's going to stay where it is right now for the rest of the year just because we're kind of entering a bear market but with that out of the way it is a very very good thing for this ethereum uh, test merge to be successful but also i'm not expecting ethereum two to be completely done anytime soon so uh kind of that out of the way i really hope you all learned something all about the uh the ethereum 2.0 merge i'm I'm sure you've seen on twitter and many other kind of news outlets talking about it so hopefully you now have a better understanding of what's really going on um people might say that ethereum 2.0 is right next door but it really isn't it's a far far it's far far away um but uh just stay bullish my friends i mean I, i i'm bullish on kind of cryptocurrencies as a whole this is very good for the future it's good to see that ethereum is continuing to build and if you do have any questions for me um feel free to contact me on my on our social medias It is at nft underscore nation underscore podcast that is on uh twitter instagram tiktok and youtube i'll have the link tree to all that in the show notes so you can have easy access to that but also if you did learn something today feel free to share this with a friend or a family member, just because it really helps us grow, especially with word-of-mouth advertising. Also, the best way to support us is by leaving a five-star review. Uh, when you leave a five-star review, and tell Spotify, hey, NFT Nation, it's kind of it's a small podcast, not a lot of viewers, but guess what? They make really good content, and I'm going to leave them five stars because I like their content. With that out of the way, I really appreciate you all listening today. Feel free to ask me any question you have, and stay bullish, my friends. Have a good one.